0: Breaking news from The Athletic. This is Tim McMaster from The Athletic along with the Red Sox beat writer Chad Jennings. With breaking news, the Red Sox have announced Ron Reneke will not be back as the team's manager next season. Chad, the Red Sox entered the final day of the regular season today with a 23-36 and record. It seems like in a lot of ways, 2020 was really a no-win situation for Reneke.
1: Yeah, it was. And, and I mean, Hein Boom maybe didn't quite acknowledge as much, but he did say it was a fair question to wonder if there's anything Ron could have done that would have kept him in this job going forward. You know, he, I wrote today as my sort of initial reaction to it. It's he, I think Ron was the right guy for this season. That, that, that this organization needed some calm and stability in ways that, or, or beyond anything I think I'd ever seen. I mean, think the previous month before they hired him is when they fell under investigation by the league, lost Alex Cora, and then traded Mookie Betts. And, I mean, that spring training, it was just chaos. Um, so he came in, and he is this, like, calm, stable guy, experienced manager, has been around the game forever, has this – he's just one of the easiest people in the world to like. He's just a – he's a nice man. He really is. And I think he knows baseball well. I, I, I don't think any manager could have won with this pitching staff. Um, so, I, I think he did, he gave them that sort of calm presence through this totally bizarre season. But as Heim said, all of this is a decision about where the Red Sox are going. And you do look into the future with this team. And I, I don't know that you would necessarily peg a 64 year old, sort of old school type manager as the guy that makes the most sense under Haim Bloom. You know, it just, It's not surprising that he's that they're going in a different direction. I don't necessarily think that means that that Ron did anything wrong or that he's a uh, that he's a bad manager he's a wrong manager I just, I I think they're clearly trying to do something different here. And, uh, and so it's hard to be surprised that they that they see themselves, uh, you know, better fitting under a different leadership.
0: Let's tackle the elephant in the room here, and I know you talk about the right man for the job, and there's a lot of Red Sox fans out there that would say Alex Cora proved that he was the right man for the job, so mm-hmm. bring him back, because his suspension will be over at the end of the World Series here in 2020. Um, Haim seemed to kind of downplay that discussion. Do you think yeah. Cora will be considered, or do you think Haim really would like his own guy?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, this is a pure just... Cause, uh, I mean, I don't want to say it's purely a guess. It is, I guess, based on some sort of you know having been around the team for a while. I I I don't expect it to happen going into this, um, just because, like you said, I think that that Heim's going to want his guy, you know, and I and, and but I don't know. I mean, Cora may be exactly the kind of guy he wants. I think Cora was a good manager. He was a good fit here. He is, you know, the sort of prototype of what I think a a modern baseball manager is in terms of analytics and you know, personal skills and ability to work with players. But this, the whole thing that happened in Houston, and then that there was some version of it that happened under his watch with the Red Sox. I think that's there. I mean, that is, a, that is something hanging over him. And he, now, th- there is no question that everyone with the Red Sox really liked Alex Cora. I think that everyone here wanted him to be able to stay. There just was no realistic way for it to happen after everything that, that went down in Houston. Um, so I just, I, I think there will be some thought of doing it. I think that there will be some people in the organization who want to do it. Even Heim probably could see the logic in doing it. I just don't think that's ultimately the way it's going to go as my sort of initial guess going into this process. You know, I, I, my, I just think there's still enough sort of unusual baggage hanging over him that, I don't know that that's if you're if you're trying to get some sort of clean slate here. I'm not sure that, uh, you know, trying to go back to what was here in 18 is the way they're going to go.
0: So when you look ahead to 2021 and whoever this man, next manager is, what do you expect uh, the expectations to be on the next manager? When you look at this roster and as bad as they were in 2020, it would take an impressive overhaul in an off-season, I think, to to turn this team into a contender for 2021. Although I know ownership has said they expect to contend in 2021. So what's the expectations on the new manager?
1: Yeah, I think, I wonder if the expectations are more to do with the things we don't see. You know, if if I think they're going to want a manager who is, you know, engaged in those discussions with the analytics team. You know, I think Reneke, my understanding was that he always, you know, he wanted to learn this stuff. He was he was engaged with it. He listened to what the analytics department told him. He, you know, he admitted to us early in the season he didn't fully understand why the number two hitter is argue is that the analytics say that's the most important spot in the order. He didn't under he doesn't quite understand why that's the case. It doesn't make sense to him. But he went with it. Right? He opened the season with J.D. Martinez hitting second, which at the time seemed like their best hitter. It it he's he was open to all these things. I just think he was maybe not you know, as engaged with it doesn't come naturally to him. I think that's more what you're gonna want in a manager next is someone who's more actively engaged in those things, who is thinking of baseball always in those terms, and then who is also able to do those things that that the modern players want and need. That level of communication, the ability to sort of smooth egos, deal with media, all those things that that Cora frankly was pretty good at. <laughs> Right. I, I mean, you know, look, there's a reason Cora was a really successful manager. He is a, a, a template, I think, for the vaguely like a type of manager you want. Um, so I think those things are going to be as important as the win-loss record. I mean, winning and losing, some of it's going to be, you know, they're, they, who they put in place, right? I mean, we've already seen that this year. It, it, no manager, I don't believe, could have won with this pitching staff. And, you know, it's going to be hard to win if J.D. Martinez is hitting 200. It's just – there are factors beyond a manager's control, but I think it's going to be more culture and um, and sort of how this manager fits within the within the total organization, right? Because we're going to see, I think, in the next year, or next two years, a, a ideally a, a big influx of of young talent, and this is going to have to be a manager who is who sort of knows how to weather some of the inconsistency that almost inevitably comes with uh, when some young players get get moved into the lineup and into the rotation.
0: Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to The Athletic's new headlines section for much more on this story. To get access to all of The Athletic's great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash news pod. You can join now for just $1 per month.